Today we're speaking with Anna Patera, owner of Oh My God 5 PR in Sydney, all about her booming brands, what was her side hustle which has turned into her big business. Stocked in major department stores worldwide, there are various labels, one being Relicia, another Valet Studio, Respiro, Primavera and Secret Ones to Come. Mm, the list goes on. So this is Anna. So let's start from the beginning. What's your background? What did you study? How did you get into fashion and start your own fashion PR agency? Um, I studied completely unrelated. I studied law um, but realised pretty early on that I wasn't that interested in it. I mean I was interested in it but I just could feel that I probably wasn't going to have a career in it long term. Yeah. Um, And so from there, while I was still studying, I started just interning at different agencies. Um, And I was pretty lucky at one of the first agencies that I interned at, they offered me like a part-time role. So that's sort of how I started within the industry Um, and then decided to get a full-time job. So I worked at another agency. So sort of tried to build up some experience, but I guess... Um, quite young and quite naively I was only 24 when I started OMG5 I just sort of thought um, probably again very naively that I could do this myself surely Um, so I started in out of my house basically no one knew that it was my house um, because (laughs) I had I like strategically positioned a curtain and literally had a mattress on the floor that me and my lovely boyfriend would sleep on. And every time someone would use our bathroom, I would have a panic attack because I was like, they're going to see all my products. They're going to know that I live here. So for the first like nine months, that was the situation. But we had some really lovely clients that sort of took a risk um, and came on board. And it was a really fun time. It was really exciting. Um, I mean... I didn't really have any savings, so I used to sell wine on the phone at night time to try really? and pay for rent. <laughs> um, so I would like work all day, then go and work at a call center selling wine wow. in the evenings and also on Saturdays. And so that was sort of the first year of the business. Um, uh, but after a while, like it obviously built momentum and we got more clients, so managed to move into a space that wasn't my house. Um, so, yeah, we've had – this is our fourth office now that we're currently working in and we're about to move into our fifth. So it's sort of grown quite steadily and organically and it's been really nice. Um, yeah, just working with different clients and different people. It's been a really sort of uh, like positive and rewarding experience. Mm. Um, so that was, the, yeah, the agency side of things. Yeah. This uh, space is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So you <clears throat> saw a gap in the market when it comes to – um, reliquia. Yes. Am I saying that properly? Uh, reliquia. Reliquia. Okay. reliquia. So the word relic. Or relic. Um, okay. So it sort of means like heirloom, family heirloom. It's like derived from a Portuguese word because I'm Portuguese and that's sort of where it all came from. Beautiful. Yeah. So talk to us about the birth of that and like how it all kind of fell into place. Yeah. So I, we're a sales agency as well. We do sales and PR. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a lot of success selling accessories. Um I personally love jewelry. I always have – my grandmother has a really amazing jewelry collection. Um, 
you know, and it's a mix of obviously valuable pieces, but also just heaps of costume jewelry that she loves. And I have like heaps of memories growing up. She's based in Portugal, but I would go there and like one of her favorite things to do would be like sit there and just show me all her jewelry. Like she's really into jewelry. <laughs> um, so I just have always like, it's always resonated with me. I love accessorizing um, and the type of jewelry that I liked wearing and still do love wearing is sort of gold pieces that you put on and leave on for months. I, like I'm quite a boring or like rather lazy accessorizer. So mm. I'll put the same pair of earrings in and leave them in there for three months, like same necklaces for a few yeah. months and then I'll yeah. change them. Um, so that was the type of jewelry that spoke to me and I saw there was a gap in the market. Um, I mean, now five years later, I feel like there's heat, you know, there is a lot more jewelry brands like this, but at the time there really wasn't. So really trying to get that sort of vintage feel, but at a more accessible price point. Um, and that was just based off sort of our agency experience and what we could see people really wanted and what there was a demand for. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And how does it work? Like are you designing everything yourself? Yeah, pretty much. So now it's obviously a lot more developed. We have four collections a year. We travel internationally four times a year to sell. So everything's a lot more organised. Um, like mm -hmm. at the start it was literally a few gold hoops and some chains. Mm -hmm. Um just sort of seeing if anyone even liked it or how he went, how, you know, how people responded to it. Um, but now, yeah, there's full on product development trips that I go overseas for and do um, three to four times a year. And especially now with the four brands, um, it's a huge task. So it's full on trips dedicated to the process. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Relikia. Relikia? Yes. Uh, so that's all. I it, everyone, because yeah. I feel like everyone. No one wrong. knows how to say yeah. it. <laughs> terrible <Reliqua>. name. <laughs> no, not terrible. We're just very Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just spell it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reliquia. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> they um. So that's uh, your classic pieces, and like you said, the the golds and pearls, yeah. things like that. Yeah. From there, um, did Valet Studio and Respiro, Respiro? Respiro, yeah. Respiro sort of fall into place? Yeah, so I really love wearing sort of staple gold jewellery, but um, I love all vintage jewellery. Like, and I have a collection myself that I've sort of acquired over the years and I really wanted to play around a little bit more with colours and shapes and more like bold standout pieces, um, but I didn't think it necessarily fit in with the Relicia brand and its DNA, I thought it had already a really strong aesthetic that people sort of went to specifically. Um, so instead of sort of, um, instead of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like watering down or I don't, yeah, instead of compromising that brand, I thought it would be better to start another one. Um, and so that's where Valley came about. So it started off with just earrings. It was all just sort of resin, bold, bright earrings. And then about a year ago, decided to do hair accessories. And that's when it really sort of went nuts. And we picked up all the ma like major international stockers that we work with now. And I think, yeah, it was largely owing to the hair accessories sort of comp component of it. You're basically the reason why we're all wearing hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's really weird because at the time, especially locally, I remember I was so excited about this hair clips like component that I developed 
and trying to tell Australian stockers to buy hair clips. And they were like, we don't know. Like, are they for kids? Are they for adults? We don't really get it. And then I went overseas and like, they seemed to get it a little bit more. Like it still wasn't like, oh my God, yes, today we need them. But like Nap, Netaporte picked it up and Selfridge just picked it up and you know, there was a lot more traction. And then now a year later, everyone's like, we just want the hair clips. Yeah. <laughs> and <everyone laughs> Especially like um, our local sales managers, like remember a year ago when we tried to sell these to you and you didn't want them. And now everyone's just like so going good. gangbusters. Banging down our doors. Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, so yeah, that's really fun. And then talk to us about your other brands. Uh, so Respiro is um, resin bags. Um, it sort of started with this, sort of classic square shape Alexa bag um, that we do in a lot of different colors and then we've introduced new shapes um, and I'm really excited about the new collection that we're about to um, launch in June for sale so dropping in September um, so yeah that's sort of an extension of Valet because of the resin mm-hmm. um, and then we also have Primavera which is uh, our newest brand and it's um, more like beta jewelry sort of younger okay. a little bit fun and more summery vibes um maybe a little bit of a younger customer but um yeah that's in its early development but already you can buy it on like the iconic and things like that so it's slowly slowly yeah. emerging Need bracelets yeah bracelets maybe, maybe women's health the other day no maybe something <laughs> probably yeah. they could have popped up there <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly i was like what is this brand yeah <laughs> super cute another one at anna's just another sister brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like it's the cousin's mum's brand we're just yeah. all family yeah. yeah i can spot the alexa over there yes what would be my favorite shade red Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It'd be perfect with your outfit today. Yeah, well, let's take a photo. <laughs> yeah, you <So> should. <laughs> um, what's, what are your favourite pieces from each collection? Um, oh, it's tricky. Sorry, my stomach's grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Relicia, I don't know. I still – the spiral hoops like are still a staple. I still see girls wearing them and love it and we still sell them consistently. It's really quite wild because they've been around for so long. I thought people would be over them by now. Um, But yeah, we've got some really cute pendants that we just launched, like the ones I'm wearing, like this little heart and this little, um, I'm really into necklaces and I'm really into rings at the moment too. We've just done rings really for like properly done rings for the first time. Um, So from Relikia's current collection, the rings are probably actually my favorite component. Um, And then for Valet, um, (laughs) actually we've just done these really cute, uh, like they're like sparkly hair clips. I really love them. The Calypso, they're like little shells. They come in pearls or like diamantes. They're probably my favorite hair clip at the moment. Yes. For sure. And then I really love the new Sienna Respiro bag that's coming out. It's like a new tote shape um, and it will be available in like a week or two. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm so glad that the um, that the like your shell clips that you just whip your hair back into are Yeah, back. super handy. Yeah. I feel like summer vibes, yeah. European summer, they're going to be really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you've mentioned a couple before. You have an impressive list of renowned stockists globally mm. from Netaporta, like you said, to Liberty, Selfridges and Galleries Lafayette. Are you still pinching yourself? How did you land these massive deals? <laughs> um, how did they oh, – I don't know how yeah. they come knocking on your door. Um, yes, well, I am we know. Pin- but like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is really wild. Um, I mean, we go overseas four times a year, so like we really – 
dedicate a lot of time and effort. Um, so I you, feel like, like I'm never in the country. Specifically meet with stockists and you sort of like, this is what we're all about. Yeah. So they come through and do appointments and see what we have on offer. Um, so it happened quite organically. People like Selfridges actually, I mean, it was, I've been talking to them for over a year, but in the end they sort of came to us and were like, okay, we have this dedicated space for you. Let's do this right now. Um, And that relationship is just sort of evolving and building. Um, They're doing a new accessories floor and we're about to have two walls dedicated to the brands, which is really exciting. Um, Galleries Lafayette, Le Bon Marché, yeah, just met with them over in Paris and they liked the collections, so they bought into them. Um, Respira is about to launch into Barney's New York, wow. which is really exciting. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it is really we'll wild. I still don't off. really know how it's happened, yeah. but I'll take it. Great. <laughs> They're beautiful. Very French, all the little um, barrettes and mm, – Yes. So yeah, yeah, French obviously like love it. They've been yeah. wearing them forever. Yeah. So it's not even a new trend for French people, but yeah. – yeah. Yeah. I think it is a newer take because theirs are usually more classic sort of black and taut. Like you go over there and you see them, whereas these are more obviously colour and mm. sort of fun. A bit more like Yeah. Back. Yeah. Um, and obviously it always, you know, it hasn't always been easy. Um, how did you sort of get through it? What did what were the challenges and were there ever times where you just wanted to like throw throw in the towel? Um, I wouldn't say I've ever wanted to throw in the towel, but there are definitely days where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm failing at everything. (laughs) (laughs) I think that just comes with, you know, any new project or anything that you really care about. And, you know, if things are growing really quickly, it can get really overwhelming. Mm. Um, but I think for me, I generally just try and do things one day at a time. And so just try and like write a list of what I'm going to do today and if I can get through that list then that's good okay. if not it's fine <laughs> just yes. keep it going okay. um but yeah I guess on that note you're by this point everyone all the listeners know that you're absolutely killing it and you're a full boss oh. so talk to us a little bit how about how you get it all done like what's an average day for you look like do you want to start from sort of what time you wake up what you have for breakfast your routine mm-hmm. sure um, wake up usually 6.37, um, play with my dog, <laughs> half an hour dedicated to burger time. <laughs> to burger time. Did you catch that? <laughs> His name is Burger, yes. <laughs> um, and then I don't, I like try and find something to wear, might go for a walk, usually not lately. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how jet lag I am. I yeah. love when I'm jet lag and I wake up at five. Every time I'm like, this is the new me. I'm just going to keep this going. I'm going to be one of those people that wakes up at 5 a.m. every morning, cut to a week later. I'm like, no, it's not the new me. Back on Sydney time. (laughs) Um, I usually don't have breakfast. I have a coffee when I get to work. Um, And then I start my day with emails pretty much. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) There's no real set routine. Like I'd love to say that I do an hour of yoga every morning and like have a wholesome breakfast, but unfortunately I don't. Yeah, it changes every day. Yeah, it definitely changes, yeah. How much time does it take you to get ready in the morning? Um, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, if that. And so what about your beauty regime? Uh, beauty regime, I am really into beauty and I love it, but my regime is very um, – it's like three products I use every day, even though one of my good friends works for Mecca and like 
I have so much stuff, Mm, but it never gets used. I use a moisturizer in the morning and some foundation, if that, NARS blush, Kevin O'Quan mascara. You're very good That's about it. Even remember who's who. Yeah. Yeah. I just slap on whatever's there. Yeah. Well, at least like three products, so I know because I've been using them for five years as well. Like it's like the same thing. Yeah. What about your hair? Were you going to ask that? The hair. Beautiful hair. Oh, um, I wash it every second day and let it air dry. You're one of those people. (laughs) It's great. Oh, thank you. Or is this natural? No. No, this is just this is what happens when you literally don't do anything. Oh, yeah. How good. That's nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what about your wellness regime? Do you have anything? Do you take any supplements or do you like a specific exercise? I know you said you don't do yoga every morning or do you no. meditate? I um really alternate my like what I do. So for six months, probably six months from at the start of the year, I was really into weight training. Mm. I loved going to the gym and just doing weights. And I had read about all the benefits of weights and how basically I was going to live forever if I did weights. So I was really (laughs) on board with the weights. Um, But like the biggest hurdle for me with working out and like having a wellness regime is the travel that I do. So um, I've been home for four weeks and I think it's the longest I've been home for maybe a year um, because I just travel so much. So that's really – I find that really tricky because Mm. I get into this momentum and then I go overseas and then like I don't work out when I'm overseas because I'm working so much and then I come home, I'm jet lag and tired. So then it just – you have to sort of start all over again. Yeah. Um, I mean in the last week I've actually had a a, like personal training session three times. So I'm (gasps) killing it. (laughs) Back in it. (laughs) Uh, but like I'm going to Europe in three weeks, so it's all going to go oh, down the drain. Amazing. Yeah, that's. Like, I think you're just rolling with the punches. I guess. Totally, that is my life motto: roll with yeah. the punches. <laughs> so you obviously travel a lot. What do you yeah. have like a specific beauty routine, routine, or like any tricks for that you can share with people for sort of getting over jet lag? Or what? What do you do when you're on a plane? How do you um, get through it? I am a sleeper on a plane. I love planes and I love sleeping on them as soon as I get on a plane like everyone that's ever traveled with me jokes that like I'm asleep before we take off do you take any drugs no like (gasps) not really it's I think it's just knowing that I'm not contactable for x amount of hours I just find it really relaxing and I just sleep pretty much like the last few flights I've been on I haven't even watched a movie or a show because I just sleep wow it's really weird that's so good I guess when you're that busy and planes are like everyone's new office you just need a bit of a switch off time oh and yeah and all like you can get wi-fi on planes i'm not for that i've <laughs> never done that um, why would we want this yeah. this is the one time yeah the one time you can't contact me <laughs> yeah so not down with that and i hope oh. yeah <laughs> so um obviously you juggle multiple businesses do you have any practical advice um on staying organized or you, know, you said you write lists? Yeah, I write a to-do list every day. Um, I have a really amazing team. That's a really important component of it. I think if you are growing and you have a lot to do, trying to delegate tasks is a really important component of it um, and something that I've definitely learned mm. um, and I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, I think things like managing your time. So 
not getting too bogged down. Like I do my emails in the morning because um, I wake up to a lot of emails from people overseas and so I try and just bang them out. But, you know, if there's things, tasks you need to do that is not email-based, maybe like giving yourself a certain cutoff point for, you know, how long you're going to dedicate to these emails. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like resting. So I try not to read an email after 10 p.m. Or like check my phone at all after 10 um, and try not to check it like as soon as I wake up either. Like I used to be that person and I'm not anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like open my eyes and open my email. I sort of try and have 20 minutes to half an hour where I'm not immediately working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a real um, conscious decision because I know some people, even if they take that time away from their phone, it's almost like a stress mechanism kicks mm. in and they're like, but what is happening if I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even putting your phone on do not disturb when you go to sleep, it's like, yeah. but what if they need me? They don't need you. This is what I've learned. There is nothing so important that it can't wait yeah. eight hours. Like it's really oh, fine. Yes. <laughs> if you think that, then we all can think that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about staying motivated? Um, I don't know. I've never really found that to be a hurdle. I guess like appreciating small wins um like if you can just sort of appreciate those that's usually enough to keep me motivated um yeah I don't know I guess just if you're doing something that you like as well that's usually motivation enough like I feel really lucky that I have even a job in this industry let alone that you know I have businesses that are like doing cool things and hiring cool people so that is generally motivation enough I generally like genuinely feel excited when I walk into the office every morning. So, That's nice. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess what about like advice for manifesting a dream into a reality? Um, I don't know because sometimes things happen where I'm like, it's literally like I thought about this and then it happened. Yeah. Like how did this happen? Oh. And I am not for – I like – I'm like, you know, I don't really believe in fairies. But yeah. uh, I think if – I mean, it sounds so like corny, but I really think if you think that it can happen, it really can. Like, obviously, there's a huge component of work and work ethic and making sure that you're taking active steps towards something. But, um, you know, fashion's a really hard industry and you can definitely be disheartened. And I've worked with so many brands and I can see how hard it can be for so many brands. But I think if you have a really clear message, and there's something you really want to do and that you really want to share with people, then if you just sort of keep at it, eventually it will work. It might not happen quickly. I mean, really curious, five years old, people are like, oh, it's just exploded overnight. It's like, has it really been overnight? But okay. Um, You know, you just sort of have to keep at it. And I think appreciating like small successes along the way really helps you keep going. Yeah, I guess um, it is kind of like one day you wake up and you're here, but you have been chipping away, yeah. chipping away at the dream. Yeah, and if you think back to, you know, six years ago, literally crying in a bathroom at like a wine cellar centre. Oh. I mean, tell, uh, what are they called? Telemarketing. Telemarketing oh. centre. There's definitely been moments where I could have been like, this is so shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is not worth it. Yeah, but, but it hindsight. definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about work-life balance? You don't check emails or try not to after 10pm, which is great, but how do you mentally switch off What's your ideal Sunday look like, seeing as you, it's Saturday today and you're still grinding? Yeah. <laughs> How do you like to unwind? Um, I really like to unwind 
generally by probably what I find most relaxing is like a small group of friends. Um, maybe one of those pretzels from 10 Williams and some wine. <laughs> like yes. that is what, that is what, how I find what I find most relaxing. Like I'm not a huge extrovert. So like, I don't love going to large parties or anything like that, but I do really sort of regenerate by being around close friends and having like engaging conversation and just sort of decompressing with them, hearing how they're going, sharing stories. Um, so I really love doing that, but my Sundays usually, I don't, my general rule is don't work on a Sunday. Like I'll happily work on a Saturday, but I try not to even look at my email on a Sunday. Mm. Um, so I usually wake up, generally have brunch with my partner and dog, go for a walk, do not much more. Yeah. yeah. Errands, like grocery shopping, yeah. like super boring stuff. But main thing is try not to work on that Sunday and just relax. Yeah. Mm. And also think about your week ahead and what you want to do. That's generally what my Sunday night looks like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Preparing for the week. Yeah. Um, just on that, like, do you, does your partner travel with you? No. So how do you kind of keep the love alive? What's your relationship advice? Um, Yeah, we're we're apart from each other a lot, especially because he also travels for work. Um, I don't know. I think just we're both business owners. So I think we both understand and we're both really invested in each other's success. So I really feel like his success is my success and vice versa. So especially in these, you know, these stages, we're both in a period of growth. We're really happy for each other and, um, I mean, we don't even really communicate that much when I'm overseas because we're in different time so zones and I'm so busy yeah. that even if we do speak on the phone, it's like, hi, hi, are you good? Yes, me too. Okay, bye. So like, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Um, but I think just enjoying your time when you are together is the main thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay, nice. What about, okay, let's cut to a different note. Have you got any like trend forecasts for this winter? And then, like, upcoming summer, any predictions? Um, well, headbands, which I can see you're wearing one. Yeah, yeah. you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, yeah, I'm really into headbands and we're doing some really fun headbands that are coming out. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think the headband, the headband trend um, is one to look at. Uh, I think rings. Rings, were, people were a bit scared of rings for a long time, but I think layering them up is going to be you know a, a new thing especially with like gold silver accessories mixing your metals and wearing lots at the same time I think that's Ooh. coming back um what was the other question oh anything for summer oh for summer uh I think gems like color mm-hmm. yeah cool um at least that's what we're working on. But yeah, no, yeah. I do see it in other brands as well. And I think, yeah, working with a bit more color is definitely coming back. And also just, but like pairing that with neutrals, like I'm really into wearing all white at the moment. So I think, I mean, I don't know what that means for accessories, but I think, um, you know, that will follow suit as well. Mm. You can change up your whole outfit with your accessories. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good. like wear neutrals and then add in like yeah, different coloured accessories. Yeah. yeah, or like lots of gold, like with white. And if you're yes. tanned, love that. Yeah, <laughs> I think you look a lot more. Well, you look a lot more put together mm. if you wore all white and and your little bits of gold. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, you really try today. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a European, European chic. Yes. <laughs> Whatever so that good. means. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, What's your advice on where to save and where to spend? 
Um, I mean, my, myself, that's definitely evolved over time. I used to buy lots of things here and there. I mean, I'm a Torian, so I really like things. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> which probably makes sense. Darkly yeah. things, yeah. Um, but I've really changed the way I shop lately. I think obviously sustainability is such an important topic and one that, um, you know, at OMG5, a lot of most of our – or all of our brands are sustainable and keep that in mind. Um and it's something that's really important to us. So for myself, my shopping has changed a lot. I'm really all about buying sort of more special items that I know I'm going to keep and wear and really cherish um, as opposed to sort of getting a quick fix here and there, whereas I used to be very uh, prone to that, like a quick Zara fix. Not that there's anything wrong. Yeah, very like guilty. Not shaming anyone that does that. I totally get it. But I, yeah, I've tried to really be a lot more conscious of what I buy and making sure that it's something that I really love. I love online shopping, but I'm also like a big um, fan of being able to return it too. Like if I don't think I'm going to wear it over and over, I will return it. Yeah. That's a good way to be. I mm. think that's where everyone um, is going these days collecting uh pieces that they'll keep and yeah and they'll actually last investing in quality quality. yeah and I feel like when you're wearing a piece that is like that you just feel a lot more put together or at least I do I just feel like a lot more special about what I'm wearing yeah yeah Yeah. like a classic cut yeah and then you can always change it up for the next season with accessories and or you might whole look changes yeah, or you might put it away for five years yeah. and then like revisit it, yeah. you know, and if it's like a beautiful Loewe jumper or something, as if you're not going to bring it back. Yes. Yeah. As long as you take care of it. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on sustain- sustainability. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Australians care about it now, but we were late to the party. Yeah. What are some of the brands that you guys look after at the agency and how can people be a bit more mindful when it comes to, you know, actually giving a shit? Yeah. um, Well, we work with Lonely Lingerie. They do a really amazing job. I think it's important um, as well to acknowledge that sustainable doesn't necessarily mean made in Australia. So we work with a lot of brands like Anaquan, Lonely, um, you know, even our pieces, they're not made in Australia. But I think that's such antiquated thinking to think that just because something isn't made locally that it's not sustainable. Um, So Lonely, for example, have really amazing initiatives in the towns that they sort of work with. They, you know, do things like give coats to school kids or the women that help produce their products. Like they're really engaged with that community over there. Um, you know, same things like with Anna Kwan, like they have amazing technology over in China. Like they simply don't have the machinery here in Australia to do that quality of shirting and tailoring. So she is a sustainable brand, but she uses overseas, um, you know, machinery and Mm. production. So I think sustainable can mean so many different things today. Um, And I think the main thing is just being conscious about it and making sure that you're doing what you can and what you feel comfortable with Mm. in terms of shopping sustainably and wearing sustainable clothing. Mm. Yeah. You know, it can mean anything from like organic cotton to made in Australia perhaps or, yeah, it just really depends. Mm. Maybe just not splurging Every week on a few cheap pieces. Yeah, exactly. But Maybe I save like, up that that cheap piece and get something nice. Yeah. I think it's all pretty self-explanatory though and it, like there's a lot of common sense comes into it. So yeah. you can sort of have a think about it and know what, what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. 
And then I think fashion then shifts in um, people's minds mm. about trend pieces and about, you know, pops of colour and things, which is where you can still buy staples in those pops and you can collect them, but you don't need to go crazy on all trends, all seasons. Yeah, yeah. that's where you lose that sustainability, I guess, hey. Yeah, and like, for example, things like um, those utility jackets in that green from like three years ago. Yeah. Every girl was pairing that with jeans that whole season and then no one could wear it the next season, but then now they're all coming back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in terms of trends too, like buying into a trend that suits you and that you really want to wear and that you feel you could wear for a few seasons or that you might want to bring back later on, not every trend is for everyone. So just being careful that you're not falling into that trap because it is such a fast-paced sort of industry. And I think especially with social media, you know, where things are relevant for five minutes, it's really easy to sort of get into that trap of like needing to consume more and more and more. So if you can just sort of pull back. Um, and make really conscious decisions about what you want to buy into, you know, that's an important first step. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of trends, we're just off the back of Fashion Week. What excited <laughs> you and what's on your wish list? Um, well, we obviously <laughs> – I really loved the Anna Kwan show. <laughs> um, genuinely, she, yeah, does really beautiful pieces. I loved the colour palette that she worked with and it was in a really beautiful venue, um, the Carolyn Crawford Art Gallery in Surrey Hills. So I thought that was a really special show and it was a presentation which meant people could sort of come up um, and see the items up close because so much of it is about sort of the detailing and the texture. Um, but I also really loved the double rainbow show. I'm not sure yes. if you saw it, but it was so beautiful in the gardens. Um, and I thought, you know, the imagery that came out of it was so editorial and it was just so well styled and so beautifully put together. Um, for me, I thought they were the two highlights. Mm, yeah. Great. Awesome. Right. Anything else you want to ask? There's so much. There's uh, so much. Go, go for it. <laughs> I was thinking about um, – with, I can't, with Relikia. Relikia? Yeah. Perfect, <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like, <laughs> holy, oh, my God, I'm not going <laughs> to ask any questions. Um, how is it that uh, you stay on, not exactly trend because they're classic pieces, mm. but when you bring out new ranges in that brand, what's something, do you try and match it in with the originals? Is it all just golden pearls? What... Do you um, think about like is it coin pendants? It's pretty intuitive and it's also quite basic for me. It's generally as simple as what I want to wear in the next six months That's or so. Good. Yeah, so there definitely is a component of making sure it all sits nicely together. So I think when you look at our collections, you know, there's nothing where you think, oh, that's very season, like the first season or second season or third season. Mm. They do all sit well alongside one another. I think they complement each other. And I think that's because at the end of the day, when we're designing the main focus is, is this vintage inspired? Like, would I be able to find this in my grandmother's closet? Um, yes or no. Because it can be really tempting. Obviously, I love jewelry and I love accessories. So it can be tempting to sort of deviate from that and wanting to do you know different things but really the brand is about it being vintage inspired so that's always what it comes back to and I think that's why that is that continuity there from season to season um but in terms of knowing what I want to do next it really comes down to what I think I want to be wearing so um for the next collection 
I really wanted I can see you're wearing lots of different chains, sort of yes. different shapes and textures. Kelsey. Yeah. And grandma's, my boyfriend's mom. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome, authentic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. So that's really what we're working on for next season is just a collection of really amazing different chains and different sizes, lengths, textures, mostly because that's what I wanted to wear. And then, again, lots of rings because I – all of a sudden just really wanted to be wearing rings and I can see that that's coming through. So that's generally the process, but what kind of rings is it like chunky? Gold? I mean, I don't even have any on today, except for my, <laughs> but um, just like, yeah, gold, mostly gold, some mixed metal silver in there, some gems. Um, yeah. Variety. Just think old lady rings. That's pretty okay. much what it the is. Best yeah. kind. The best kind. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're throwing it back to authentic grandma. And exactly. That's yeah. always what I try to throw it back to. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And what does your grandma think of the lines? Um, yeah, she's really cute. She's, <laughs> she's into it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I gift her things all the time, yeah. but like, she has so much. I never see you wearing it. So much it. better jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, yeah, she's – I mean, she's overseas, so I don't see her or speak to her that frequently. But whenever I do, she's really cute and chuffed and she cuts out little articles. Oh, it's very cute. Yeah. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah, it's you really that sweet. Motivation. Yes. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, I guess our last question would kind of be like what's next for you and like where are you – what's your like sort of headspace for the rest of the year? Um, definitely just continuing to make collections that we love um, – continuing to sell collections that we love working with a lot of stockists that you know there's still so many on our list that we would love to work with um so you know just reaching out and continuing to build that there um I'm about to launch a candle brand so oh, that's really exciting yeah she's been holding that yeah. one close to it yes. <laughs> amazing yeah so name. that will be uh yeah it's called air so a-e-y-r-e beautiful mm. So that will be really fun. I mean, I love fragrance as well. So it was, it's was it been a really exciting project to work on and um, really exciting designing the vessel as well because yeah. I think that's so important. Um, so, yeah, watch oh this God, space. But, yeah, that will be really fun. Yeah. I know. Also, thank you for telling us yeah. how to say and spell it yeah. when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it Not comes. a year. Yeah. I heard it's meant to be a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where will we be able to buy online? Um, definitely online, yeah, through our websites. And then, I don't know, it's very early days, but okay. yes, this is the it first I've ever spoken of it. Wow, <laughs> exclusive here, guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. So exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you. Such a pleasure. So